0: All right, it is the Chunk Podcast, and we are in Week 9 of the NFL. And I guess technically this is a, basically the halfway point of the regular season. And like, JJ, you said you went back and checked our our preseason uh, podcast predictions. Uh, once we get Lynch back on this podcast, we will be hitting those and, and seeing how we're doing about midway through the season. Um, and obviously we'll recap it towards the end of the season, too. But right now I know one thing that we're all pretty consistent with is the Jaguars have kind of disappointed a little bit. But uh, anyway, it's JJ, Justin, on the podcast right now, and we're hitting week nine in the
1: NFL. Uh, What's going on with you, man? Anything crazy? Not much. Uh, Reviewing our Way Too Early Predictions podcast. In some ways, we look like geniuses, and in other ways, uh, really embarrassing bold predictions. You know, maybe people expecting a certain New York football team to... Maybe snag a wild card spot uh, Um. when they absolutely don't deserve it. But uh, (laughs) Uh. (laughs) we'll uh, we'll have to revisit that, um, you know, in the next week or so. Yeah,
0: for sure. I'm excited to go back on those and uh, and change all of my predictions. Um, But it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see where we were halfway through the season. I think some some of the teams, I think a lot of the teams are who we thought they were. And some of them are some of them are shocking us, but we'll, we'll definitely do the recap there. But right now, we're looking forward to Week Nine. But before we get to Week Nine, we want to d- dip into the interwebs mailbag from the Chunkers. They di- they dished out a few uh, questions for us that we wanted to hit uh, before we get into Week Nine. And over on our Facebook page. My man David has the question of, the. he says, the Chiefs and Rams face off on November 19th. He said he's super stoked for that game. It's going to be two powerhouse offenses going head-to-head. He wants to know how we think that game is going to go. And, get you know, if we had to put a number on how many total points are going to be scored, what would you say during that game? I mean, obviously, that's probably going to be top, I'd say top three games of the year, most anticipated, the way that those two teams have been absolutely crushing it. Uh, and, honestly, the Rams' defense hasn't, they just traded for Dante Fowler, by the way, at trade deadline. They're going to get better, but their offense is so high-powered, it's almost like their defense is just kind of like going with the flow. They're getting lit up pretty good on the defensive side of the ball, too.
1: Yeah, they. I mean, the Rams have been playing to the competition, but as any true competitive football team does, they've come out on top with a lot of these close games. You know, they beat your Packers last week by two know.
0: points. Thanks, Ty Montgomery. Uh,
1: it, yeah, good old Ty Montgomery, <laughs> the the red coat over there. Uh. You know, they beat the Broncos a few weeks ago only by three points. The Seahawks the week before that by two points. So, they, you know, they've played these tougher teams and have stayed ahead of them. I just, I, I think probably... It's not going to be more than 60 points scored between the Chiefs and the Rams. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: I wouldn't be shocked if it was it was 41 to 45, 44, I don't even know. Some crazy I number. Mean,
1: that definitely seems to be the way the NFL you know, you see these teams rising to the top that say, "Oh, well, screw it. You know, who needs defense when we can put up 40 points?" Yeah. Um, and dare the other team to keep up. That's why you know, They're talking about Rams and Chiefs, but the Rams Saints game this week is gonna be really interesting and we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. I think I think ultimately probably the Rams will come out on top between the Chiefs and the Rams. I think their defense is just a little bit better, but
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, the Chiefs have a lot of players coming back from injury on their defense the defensive side of the ball. They're gonna be a lot better defensive team as as the season progresses, which is not the not normally the case for teams that are this good on offense. Uh, but yeah, come playoff time, they're going to be legit, and this could be potentially a Super Bowl matchup. I think the Chiefs have the have the offensive ability to do that um so i thought
1: for sure i thought for sure the chiefs or the patriots were going to trade for patrick peterson but it did not materialize
0: yeah i i would love to see pat patrick peterson on a better football team i feel so bad for actually everybody on that on that cardinals team and oh my gosh that rosen dude oh my god he's so bad (laughs) uh anyway he's like a deer in headlights every time i see him uh but he is obviously a rookie and he probably maybe will get better uh, it's just, you know, they fired their offensive coordinator. So I think they're on a better path, but enough about the Cardinals chiefs, Rams. I, I would take, let's say, let's say the lines at 55. What would you take the over or under 55 total points scored? Uh,
1: I mean, it, it, that's really only three touchdowns each, which both teams are capable of, but I I don't know. I, I mean, the Rams, the Rams have not scored I, – I don't know. It's it's tough to say, dude. I, On I paper, would probably take the over, contradicting literally what I said yeah. like 30 seconds <laughs> ago, but uh, I don't know. Part of me just has this feeling that it's it's going to be a little bit tighter than that.
0: Yeah, well, the thing, the thing is every time I expect a blowout or like a, a freaking barn burner from both teams – they come out and it'll be like seventeen to ten. You know what I mean? Like it's it really disappoints me sometimes. Even though the defenses are butt cheeks for, for teams that have crazy good offenses, they'll come out and you, it'll be so overhyped that, that the defenses are just going to get burned. That all of a sudden they're off both the offenses just don't even come to sh- come to play. They don't even show up. So I wouldn't be shocked if this was the under. But if I was a bet man, I think I'd take the over just because I'm insane.
1: Yeah, but plus you know both teams rely on their run game, and when you you have the run game, you know it slows it slows it down a little bit. Your time of possessions a little bit longer. You know maybe maybe they just don't get around to scoring over fifty five points. Yeah, who well, knows? well
0: actually one thing in reference to Todd Gurley, I was looking at our fantasy matchups, and I got to tell you, the dude who has Todd Gurley in our league, guess who plays him on the week that he has a bye week. This guy, I couldn't be more thrilled. I, I looked forward I look forward to his bye week to see who who they were playing because essentially I'm not saying it's an easy win, but taking away 35, 40 fantasy points from your team on a bye week that's gonna it's gonna make me feel a little bit better going up against him. so I don't have to deal with him right now, but if I am lucky enough to, to run the table and make it make it to the playoffs, um, and I'll probably have to I'll probably get knocked out by him. but at least I might be able to make it to the playoffs if I run a few wins off. Uh, did you have a question? Uh, I think you you said somebody submitted a question on your end. Yep, uh, Ryan from New Jersey asks, "How long does Tom Brady have left?" Oh, geez. Oh man, I feel like this question comes up every single year, or at least probably every single month. Uh, he's still playing at a at a decently high level. Definitely top five quarterbacks still in the league right now. So, dude, did, did, he could probably play till he's like I don't know, forty five. I, I I don't I don't. I don't know that I necessarily want to see it and I hope by then the Patriots can come up with a backup plan without offending him because they had Garoppolo on deck and he's a Garoppolo is a great not a great but a pretty good quarterback that has potential to be great um but they they moved him just to get some value out of them because they they realized Tom Brady was going to stick around for a little bit longer and he's pretty serviceable. I know you're probably pretty sick of him, right?
1: Yeah, after uh I don't know. After the fourth championship, I was just like, man, I can't take any more. <laughs> and then I don't know how I, I think you you look at Tom Brady and sometimes he looks like a tired old man who is probably ready to hang up the cleats. But then other days, he just he he plays so clutch no matter who he has on his team. He elevates them and they manage to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it'll be a happy day for me when Tom Brady announces his, re- his retirement, but I I think he's still probably got two or three more years at the minimum.
0: Yeah, barring injury, which you wouldn't want to see him go out that way, but yeah, I think you're right. And at least at least probably two seasons if he's up for if he's up for it. I mean, at some point he's got to go, but it's crazy how long his career's been and and how how I don't know. I guess you could say durable. He hasn't really been lit up, but. And he doesn't really. It's not like he's a mobile quarterback by any means. He just takes a couple steps back and, and chucks it. But he's definitely got some more some more tread on the tires, which is sad to say for everyone else in the league. Um, and actually, this the matchup this weekend is going to be pretty juicy for. Uh, to me, it's the Super Bowl I've always wanted to see. It's 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 Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. But every year I, I'll predict it. And every year I, I'm let down and disappointed, but um, some, someday I'd like to see that before he goes, which which is in the next couple of years, like we said. So um, I wouldn't mind watching that Super Bowl. I wouldn't mind watching him lose that Super Bowl, to be honest. So uh, let's head over to our Facebook page. Uh, Kevin, uh, he was mentioning the Thursday night football game. He, um, he, he's talking, he wants thoughts on Doug Martin, who I thought was actually a pretty decent pickup after they put uh, Marshawn Lynch on bye for the Raiders. We're talking about for the Oakland Raiders um he I wouldn't call him a workhorse but he's a decent bi-week fill-in running back I think moving forward and probably f- Flex play uh as they as he gets in there Jalen Richard is the other guy there that's going to be more of the pass catching back but I think Doug Martin's going to get at least I'd say at least 15 touches a game not that the Raiders are a high powered offense or anything but if you want my thoughts on Doug Martin I think for a bi-week fill-in at running back or even maybe a, a Flex play depending on matchup I think Doug Martin could be a decent pickup if he's available in your leagues, which he's not in ours, by the way. Uh, my wife Kristen picked her up or picked him up.
1: Well, you know, Doug Martin never really impressed me as a Buccaneer. Um, I I really don't expect him to impress on the Raiders either. Um, we we don't even really know what their um, offensive mantra seems to be. Um, I mean, Derek, it, it's mostly just Derek Carr getting lit up and not <laughs> yeah. getting people to catch the ball that he throws to them. So I, I don't know. Doug, I guess Doug, Doug Martin could be a, a desperation flex play for those of you that didn't pay attention to, uh, all the dudes that you picked on bye week for the same week. But, yeah. um, I certainly would not, I would take Jalen, Jalen over him actually if yeah you're trying to pick a especially is, especially in a ppr uh, league that
0: back. ppr league i would agree with that too but i mean I, I don't know i think i don't know i think i think john gruden's seen enough of the bucks game i know he used to he used to coach there too but he's seen enough of uh the muscle hamster aka doug martin play that i think he might assume that he's able to take on this load and it probably just run him into the ground to be honest but uh, I think he's a decent play moving forward, and he, w- he wants his th- our thoughts on the Golden Tate trade. Kevin wants to know about Golden Tate, and that wasn't the only trade that went down. There were quite a few, um, including, I think, Demarius Thomas went to the Texans, but uh, Golden Tate uh, did get traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, and fantasy-wise, if you're an owner of Golden Tate, congrats on having two bye weeks for him, um, but I do, th- <laughs> I do think the bye week will help him get acclimated to the Eagles And him with Carson Wentz on that team, they did just win a Super Bowl, even though they don't really look like it sometimes, um, pairing him alongside Alshon Jeffrey, I think is going to be a pretty awesome little, little tandem there. Yeah. I
1: think that the, I think the Eagles needed kind of a pick me up on their offense. They have been losing some pretty disappointing games so far this season. Um, I think that getting golden Tate is definitely a boon for their team. Um, I think I think it was Lynch who mentioned that he's one of the best yard after catch uh, receivers in the league. Um, I was really kind of hoping that the Eagles were going to pick up an, a running back. Yeah. But um, I mean, Claymont and Smallwood are serviceable in their own right. We'll we'll just have to see kind of how that offense adjusts to uh, you know having Golden Tate and not having a jayi
0: they're just gonna. It's gonna be like the Andrew Luck does in uh, in for the Indianapolis Colts, and they're just gonna ch- sling it 50 times a game with Carson Wentz, uh, which for fantasy owners would be fantastic for them. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good, obviously a very, a very good trade for the Eagles to get on. I think Golden Tate's of, an underrated player, and as a Kenny Galladay owner, uh, this opens up a whole new world of possibilities. That's like double-digit targets from the Lions now being spread out across him and Marvin Jones Jr. So I'm big. I'm, I'm super high on Kenny Galladay right now after that trade. So i um, feeling pretty good on both ends if you're an owner of Tate or pretty much anybody who was on the Lions in general. So that's a big boost for them. Uh, that's all we got in the mailbag right now. I think we can dive into Week 9 in the NFL. Let's run through these. We'll start off with the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Washington Redskins who have sh- been shockingly good on both sides of the ball. Uh, good ball control on offense for the Redskins, and their defense is pretty i don't i don't think they've they've had a run over 20 yards all season their run defense is incredible uh they're they're a surprising team that i didn't expect to be this good
1: yeah i mean we didn't talk at all about the redskins um at our preseason uh podcast episode um i actually picked the redskins to win this game and i mean they got ap who is really impressing um along with, I mean, Alex Smith is getting it done. Um, The Falcons, like, I really viewed this game as kind of a toss-up, but um, I think that the Redskins, they're at home. Um, They got a pretty good run going. They want to keep the divisional lead and and continue to run away with it so that the Eagles, who um, I think have kind of favorable matchups going forward in the rest of the season, don't catch up with them.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I, well, the Falcons, I don't understand them really right now. I mean, they're, they're, well, they're three and four. They're coming off a bye. They got to get their crap together. I mean, if they want to stand any chance against in that, in that division, really, with the, Panth- the way the Panthers and the Saints are playing, if they want to get – I don't know. If they want to make the playoffs, even as a wild card, they're going to have to pick it up the way – I mean, there's a lot of good teams going on right now, and they're really showing who they really are. The Falcons, on paper <laughs> – are better than three and four. They should be better than three and four, but that's just where they're playing at right now. And honestly, the, I, the way the Redskins are playing, I don't think they're going to get a win in this game either. So, I mean, let's say they're sitting three and five, you know, going into week 10. I don't know how they're going to be, you know, it's pretty much run the table time at that point. You got to you gotta get your crap together. So we'll see. I, I'm picking the Redskins for sure in that game.
1: And as an as a Edo Smith fan, you know, or uh, owner, I should say, I obviously want for them to get their run game together. Um, but you know, Tevin Coleman was never really a lead back. He was the, he was the, the change of pace guy to Devonta. Yeah. And you know, they got Kelvin Ridley who was really impressive earlier this, this season, but has kind of come back down to earth. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Maybe after the bye week, they they've made some adjustments with their their game planning and their scheming. But yeah, uh, I think the Redskins are, kind of got the full head of steam right now.
0: Yeah, I think we're both picking the Redskins in that one. That's pretty. That's for sure. Uh, moving on, Detroit Lions taking on the Minnesota Vikings. These are two teams that are their NFC North teams that are obviously going to be battling for along with the Green Bay Packers and the Bears. You know, this division's actually pretty pretty stacked. evenly stacked. Yeah, that's going to come down I don't know who's going to wind up winning the division in that one the way the all of these teams are playing and you'll see one team like the Vikings, even the Lions looked really good some weeks and then they'll come out and throw a like pitch a dud like the Bears losing to the Dolphins that you know a week or two ago. That, just something you don't really expect and you shouldn't I mean obviously Trubisky's going to be different, but I'm going to stop talking about Mitchell Trubisky cuz I think he's I don't know. He's getting a lot more credit than I think he deserves. Uh, but we'll move. I don't know why I'm talking about the bears. We're sitting here talking about the lions and the Vikings, but if I'm taking a pick in this one, honestly, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick the lions in this one. I think, I don't know really? why. Yeah. I don't know why. Listen, I, I know that the Vikings are good. Kirk cousins is slinging it all over the place. Adam Thielen, St- uh, Stefan are, are two elite wide receivers. I don't know what it is about the lions right now. I think I know that they just got rid of Golden Tate but they added uh, some defensive help uh, not just before the trade deadline passed. I really like the Lions. I think I think they are going to get their stuff together. Carryon Johnson's actually they're they're leaning on him more uh, you know as a rookie early on in the season they were peppering him in and he was showing flashes. I think they know what they have now and they're they're going to lean on him more with the with a solid run game taking a lot of pressure off of Matt Stafford who is prone to make mistakes when he is given the ball too many times, you know. He's a good quarterback, but if you if you want him to throw the ball fifty times a game, he's going to give you at least three picks. So, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking the Lions can maintain right here. I, the Vikings have been a little wishy washy for me. I, I can't I can't put my faith in them yet.
1: I yeah I picked the Vikings for this game. Um, I just think that they have the better defense and the stronger. Uh, backfield, especially without Golden Tate facing them now. Um, yeah, I don't. I I don't really view it as an ad- addition by subtraction type of deal for the Lions. Um, I think that they kind of realized that they didn't want to pay that giant contract, but are yeah. kind of taking the hit um, for that. So I, I I think the Vikings will probably win this, um, and you know plunge the Lions into. Uh, you know, where they should be at the end of the division.
0: Yeah, well, no, I know the. Listen, the Vikings, especially at home, they're going to be. They're going to come up. They're going to show up. Obviously, play. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they won. I just got this weird feeling about the Lions, and honestly, I'm I'm super high on Kenny Galladay, and maybe it's a little biased because I have him on my fantasy team. But I do think that's that that is a huge uh, factor in the in their reasoning for trading Golden Tate was they they were very confident Kenny Galladay to be not necessarily. I'm not going to say Calvin Johnson, but. Uh, uh, he's a, The dude's a freaking beast. I mean, I, I think they're going to pepper him with quite a bit of targets, and I think he has the talent to give you Calvin Johnson light.
1: Uh, I, won't, I won't stop you from picking the Lions. I got to catch up in the pick em, <laughs> uh competition, yeah. so go
0: ahead. Okay, so we're split on that. Let's move on to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know why every single week I keep I keep not picking the Steelers, and like you said, you went back to the preseason podcast. I said the Steelers would be last in their division. Um, but I do, I'm high on the Ravens, though, I, and I'm definitely going to pick the Ravens in this one. I think their defense is coming together too at, at the right time. If Alex Collins can stop fumbling the ball, uh, I think they got a legit shot uh, in the to the, obviously the playoffs, but maybe even a little farther than that.
1: Well, they they traded for, um, yeah. you know, Rams Rams best uh, running back Ty Montgomery. Yes. Yes. Um, so, no, I actually, I picked the Steelers for this game. I don't think that Baltimore beats Pittsburgh twice this season. Um, and, dude, I think James Conner just continues to chug along. Uh, my biggest um, regret
0: My biggest regret in this fantasy football season is early on, I early before the season even started, or maybe even after week one, I picked, no, it was before the season started, I picked up Alfred Morris when that whole thing was going on. They signed him and... Um, who was it why can't why my blank Jarek mckinnon the big signing for the 49ers yeah he got hurt and i was like man alfred morris man i picked him up i'm, I'm so psyched he's gonna be the workhorse there for the 49ers and then the james Conner thing popped up and, and Le'Veon on bell that whole situation and i i looked i remember looking at james Conner as a free agent and i was looking at him and i was like but alfred morris though man i just picked him up i'm super excited about alfred morris Wow, I freaking blew it! Like you know what I mean? Like I'm imagining if I, I I have him on my in my other leagues that I'm in, I have him on all my other teams, in my, which is only two, but I have him on those teams. I, I pulled the trigger on that, but for some reason I, I didn't in this league, and I let Lynch pick him up, who's also the Le'Veon Bell owner. And I think I even texted him was like he he was upset with what was going on with Le'Veon Bell, and I was like, why don't you just pick Connor up? I I don't even know what I was thinking. I should have just scooped him and just saw did a wait and see approach because even after week one. He he flashed, man. He he was on the board, and my biggest regret of this season is not picking up James Conner. He missed the scoop and score. I da- uh, no, it, w- it would have been a no-brainer for me, especially early on in the season. I was hurting at running back. But uh, a couple trades here and there, and by a couple I mean literally I'm pretty sure I've been involved in 90% of the trades in our league. But I, I'm i back to a serviceable uh, corner here. But So you're picking the Steelers. I'll, I'm taking the Ravens. Is that how we are on this one?
1: Yeah, Okay, and you know what? I really hope that the Ravens tank the rest of the season so we can see Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson before the end of uh before the end of twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, well, I mean the Ravens to me are still a pretty good football team. I don't know if you are going to get that yet unless there is an injury, but they they are making a concerted effort to put him on the field in some sort of packages that you know are are built just for him. I wish he, I wish they'd let him throw the ball more, but they don't. They just bring him in, and it's usually nine times out of ten some sort of like gadget run play that no one really wants to see, but I, I'd Dude, love to see got, him drop back. He's got it. such
1: a nice touch. Yes. He, he might be the best quarterback of the draft.
0: He could be. We won't ah. know that until, until then. But uh, speaking of quarterbacks in the draft, we're going to move on to Kansas city chiefs going to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield. You're telling me uh Lamar Jackson might be better than Baker May. <laughs>
1: Uh, in college, he wasn't. His accuracy was significantly worse than Baker Mayfield's. I, I don't. I just really liked Lamar's game tape, but I, I like what Baker's doing for the Browns. And you know, they're they're going with the full chub.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: You know, now that they got rid of Hyde, uh, but they did just fire their coach and offensive coordinator. Yes. So. Um, the, the, the entire
0: yeah. city of Cleveland did it like a cleaning house on their coaching staff. Ty, Tyron Lou got fired because LeBron wasn't there to prop him up anymore in the NBA world. And, and the Browns finally were like Hugh Jackson. Uh, I, I you know, obviously it was better late than never, but my goodness, they should have done that. I don't know, five years ago. Uh, but Before they even hired him. Yeah, no, for real. And it, it is exciting times in Cleveland right now. It's kind of a, a fresh slate They're, They got a couple teams rebuilding and the Cleveland Browns are on the upswing. I, I, I believe. I and mean, they got a lot of good young players to build around. Um, however, in this game, I do not see them winning. Let's be honest. The, the Kansas City Chiefs are far and above the much better team. If they pull out a win here, holy crap. That would be, that'd be like winning the Super Bowl for the Browns, I think, at this point.
1: Yeah, that would be a really, really insane trap game. I just – dude – yeah, I think the Chiefs are probably going to wreck the Browns. Yeah,
0: I don't think we have to spend too much time on this one. We're both and I think the consensus across the board will be Kansas City Chiefs on this one. Uh, moving on, your New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins in Miami. The Miami Dolphins are an enigma every single week. You never know what you're going to get, and if Brock Osweiler's playing, you really don't know what you're going to get because it, it is—it's freaking Brock Lobster, man. He's—he's—he's he's, he's insane. Uh, what do you th- what do you think you're going to see out of this game? Do you think the Jets are going to win in Miami?
1: I picked the Jets to win. Um, Brock Osweiler has looked really good these last few games. Um, I agree that the Dolphins have been hot and cold, though their record, you know, shows that they've they've win- they've been winning games that you know. Uh, they're four and four they're 500 the jets are three and five uh, they could just as easily you know flip it and and win down in, in miami but i just the jets are are depleted some of their their defensive players may be coming back this week but i, I just have this feeling uh, usually we split with the dolphins it's, it's not often that we we lose both games to them yeah. so I, I i pick the jets um, the Jets are going to kind of bounce back from the last few games that they've had um, and, and come out and, and score score some points. I don't think the Dolphins' defense is is very special.
0: I don't know why I had I, – I'm streaming defenses in fantasy, and I'm, I am wound up playing the Oakland Raiders tonight, which, by the way, we're recording this – full disclosure, we're recording this podcast during the Thursday night football game. So we will talk about the Thursday night football game, but towards the end of this podcast, we'll hit our, our thoughts on it. But – I actually considered picking up the New York Jets for this game because I had this weird feeling that the Dolphins are just gonna just tank it. However, when it came down to pick them, I wound up picking the Dolphins, and I can't I can't for the life of me explain why they're just they're just a weird team. Expect and in Miami, I'm I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and think that they're gonna they're gonna come away with enough explosive plays. To take down your Jets, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did it.
1: Last last year, I was actually at the, the game in Miami, and it was the de- super depressing game where we lost because Jay Ajayi returned a punt for a touchdown or something insane like
0: that. Oh, my gosh. Like in
1: the last minute of the game. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, yeah. I want the Jets to win. I think they have a chance to win. This oh, is yeah. certainly a toss-up game. For sure. So I'm picking the Jets. I'm, I'm doing the homer thing. I'm picking the Jets. I don't
0: even think it's that big of a homer pick. I mean, you're, like you said, it, you could flip a coin on this one, I think, with the way these teams have been playing. they've been Some games they're on, some games they're off, and who knows how it's going to go. But I, I'm picking the Dolphins. Just I couldn't explain it why. I just think there's something weird about this <laughs> Dolphins team. Uh, Chicago Bears taking on the Buffalo Bills. I don't think we need to spend much time on this one. Uh, I'm pretty sure Nathan Peterman's going to get the start again. The freaking worst quarterback I've ever seen play in the entire NFL is going to get another uh, shot at it again. I mean, he's going to was... light it up. <laughs> Against the Bears? Please tell me. <laughs> please, please. Khalil
1: Mack's going to feel uh, so bad for him please that tell he's going to let him throw three touchdowns. Yeah,
0: Khalil Mack had better play in this game. If, if he doesn't... It, I mean, I'm gonna basically. It's gonna be him running through the line and literally just picking the dude up and taking the ball from him. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like, "Excuse me, can I just can I borrow this?" And he's gonna waltz into the Aww, end zone. Oh,
1: so cute. Yeah. Oh wait. It's let me take this from you real quick. Well, you know what's funny is the last
0: time we thought this with the Bills, we're like the Bills are gonna get absolutely absolutely smashed, and then they took out the Minnesota Vikings. So they could come to play when they're this big of an underdog. But let's be honest at this point, I I can't give the benefit of the doubt to Nathan Peterman ever. He he I'm not even kidding with you. He's the worst quarterback I've ever seen play in in, in at any level of 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 sports. I've seen high school quarterbacks better than him, which is sad to say. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you, can't, you yeah. can't
1: pick against the Bears not yeah. right now. Not they're with, on a
0: good streak. Not with Nate Pete at quarterback. Uh moving on, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Fitzmagic is back. And oh, it, unfortunately, oh, unfortunately it's in Carolina who against a pretty decent defense and a pretty decent team in general, uh they're taking on the Panthers. How are you seeing this one go? On? Obviously, the Buccaneers, to me, are a much more inspired football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm. I think they're infinitely more fun to watch, and, and they're hitting on all cylinders. I think they're just overall having much more fun playing with Fitzpatrick. I don't think they're going to get the win, though. I do think the Panthers are the better football team overall, and I'm not going to I, – I, uh, Magic can't make me overcome that. Not at this point in the season.
1: You are right the Panthers are the better football team but it sounds like you don't believe in Fitz magic <laughs> magic's and not real I- I've seen th- I've seen this this is the part of the Fitz magic cycle it- this is when he makes the incredible uh back end you know, effort as a quarterback and gets signed by the Buccaneers, a nice two or three year deal next year. He plays like an average quarterback. That's right. This year fits magic. He's going to Carolina and he's going to beat the Panthers this week.
0: Wow. All right. Listen, either way again, I mean, I can't, I can't discount the magic, but I also can't, I, I can't go against my better judgment. And to me, the Carolina Panthers are the better team, especially at home. I'm picking the better team if they're playing at home. But I am excited to see Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I'm re- I'm ready to see some fantasy production from this offense again. Uh, Jameis Winston's game last week
1: was less than stellar, we should say. Oh, uh, what what was the stat that I sent you? He he had seventy something turnovers in fifty games, or something disgusting like Yeah, that. yeah, he. Oh it's been gosh. pretty
0: disturbing. I think almost every game, at least this season, he's had at least one or two turnovers. Uh, but. Uh, I don't know how you explain it. I mean, it's they're in a real tough spot with him. Uh to me, you just you should have traded him at the trade deadline to literally any sucker who was willing to take him for like a third third round pick maybe. But we'll see how it goes. He's still under contract, so I mean, maybe something'll shake out in the offseason. Uh moving on San, uh, the, I'm going to say the San Diego Chargers. No, the Los Angeles Chargers are taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks are kind of on a little upswing here. However, the Chargers I don't know. These are both two right now, as it stands. Early in the season, it wasn't wasn't the case, but right now, these two are kind of playing on a decent level. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Who did I wind up picking though? I don't. Know. I, I it was on a win. I picked the Chargers. I picked the Chargers. Lightning Bolts are to me are cooler than a Seahawk. I think is what my reasoning was on this one.
1: Man, we're on opposites on pretty much <laughs> all the games here. Holy are we? smokes! You picking the Hawks? I took the Seahawks at home um i think that the seahawks you know they got david moore who's coming into his own they got baldwin back chris carson um, is,
0: is getting the workhorse back role and of course as soon as i say that it'll be mike davis and then it'll be rashad penny and you won't even know about it to me but right now as it seems if you're a chris carson owner which by the way i may be trying to get him in a trade uh, in our fantasy league but don't tell the guy who owns him Uh, (laughs) but anyway, no, I'm actually high on Chris Carson. And if you can actually pick him up in fantasy football right now, he is to me, the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm pretty sure to a lot of people playing fantasy football, the Seattle Seahawks have this like aura around them. And if you see Seattle running back, you kind of scoff and you're like, no, thanks. I don't want any part of that. You know, and Pete Carroll's a douche. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that right now. That's where you can kind of spin that Buy low on Chris Carson, because his playoff schedule, is legit like he's got probably i think one of the easiest if not the easiest playoff schedule for a running back um as far as 14 15 16 weeks um you should kind of keep an eye out for him if you can get him on the cheap i'd be down to, to slide into some chris carson i am actually actively trying to pick him up so and i say that now but next week it'll be rashad penny but I'm telling you, as it stands today, I'm a big fan of Chris Carson. And I say all of this, and then I flip my pick and say I'm, I'm going to pick the Los Angeles Chargers in this one.
1: I mean, the Chargers, they're good and they're competitive this season. Um, I I picked them to go to the playoffs uh, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, I just think at home... Um, with their full strength offense, I think the Seahawks come out on top.
0: All right, it's very possible. I wouldn't be surprised. I just I'm picking the Chargers. That's just how I'm doing it. We are splitting a lot on these. Let's see if we this, split on this, this week,
1: one. This week is really a bunch of toss-ups. It really is. It's
0: tough. It's, it's maddening. We've had like three like three straight weeks of like cakewalks. Like we everyone somebody got 13 uh, thir- went 13 and one last week. Vince went 13 and one. I was like, you're kidding me, right? Uh, Houston Texans taking on the Denver Broncos. In Denver, we're talking Mile High Stadium. The atmosphere up there is going to be super thin. No one will be able to breathe. Uh, no, Except but for
1: Demarius Thomas, who's already ready for that.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. You know what? Is he going to play right? Oh my, he will, right? I'm pretty sure he will. You got to figure. Oh um, my, the revenge game happens immediately. Uh, if he suits up for this one, uh, he's now suited up for the Houston Texans alongside DeAndre Hopkins. Pretty solid little tandem there. And when Kiki, if Kiki Kiki Q T comes back and plays, he's, a, he's that's a pretty solid wide receiving core there. Um, who do you got in this one though? I took the Texans. Okay, see, I agree with you there. I I also took the Texans because I think their offensive. Lamar Miller, I I've been crapping on him for quite a while because he's just been an average, bland, like just grits, plain grits running back. He's been kind of decent recently these last few weeks he's been showing up and and as long as they can keep that run game established with those wide receivers they definitely have a chance
1: yeah you see you see will Fuller went down for the texans Uh, um for the rest of the season and you definitely figured you know that hurt them a lot but they went out and grabbed demarius at the trade deadline um i don't think that they lose a step on, on offense and The Broncos, I think, have been doing well lately, but I think the Texans are just, I think they're the better football team. Well, yeah, the Broncos
0: have been doing well because they had just recently played the Arizona Cardinals, and coming off an Arizona Cardinal, that kind of skews your judgment. Uh, But I do think the Houston Texans are the better team. I think we're in consensus here that we're picking the Texans in Denver to beat the Broncos. Uh, moving on. Possibly, oh, I would say game of the week, and but the next one after this one to me is the game of the week, maybe even of the year. But Rams versus Saints. Uh, Los Angeles Rams versus the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Man, I, I'm excited to see this one. The Rams are undefeated. The, pa- the Packers had a chance to win last week if it wasn't for a Ty Montgomery fumble, you son of a bitch. But <laughs> wait, I, have you ever seen somebody's career? I felt bad for the guy. I legit felt bad until he doubled down and was like, listen, man, I had a run. I, I, I had a lane. I had a, a ball that was able to be running back. And I, I let, a lot of people in the locker room were kind of crapping on him because he was talking about how, like, I don't know. There's a disconnect between him and the players. They thought he didn't or he thought him getting kind of pushed out of the running back rotation on the on the offense that that was part of the reason why he decided to make that choice and and keep the Rams record undefeated. But anyway, I'm not I'm not bitter at all. Uh but the Rams are still undefeated. They go to New Orleans to take on a red hot Saints team.
1: Uh who do you got in this one? What do you see happening? this is this was probably the hardest game to pick if there's any nfc team that's going to be able to beat the rams it definitely is the saints um i i honestly think that the saints offense is better than the rams offense but, but the saints have no defense yeah um I, I pick the Rams because until they lose a game I'm not going to pick anybody else.
0: That is also my reasoning too. I, I it's the same reasoning. I'm just going to keep picking Rams. They've shown they've, they've they've shown pretty much they can beat anybody in the league. Obviously they're 8-0. Uh I, this is my same reasoning as well. Until they show me otherwise, until they, I see an L on their record, uh I won't doubt them. Uh, even though I do really really like the Saints and and like you said they can they're very capable of taking them down especially in the superdome down there uh, but i'm going to pick the rams i think a lot of people will pick the rams they're not unless they're betting against you know against the conventional wisdom you want to be contrarian uh everyone's going to pick the rams i think at this point um but that's going to be to me the second best game of the week which is crazy cuz it's 8-0 team taking on a 6-1 saints team going to be a lot of a uh, lot of offense in that game i think but moving on to me as a Packers fan, it's Sunday night football. You're going to get Green Bay Packers going to New England to take on the Patriots. It's, it's Brady versus Rodgers. We don't get this enough, if you ask me. It happens just every, every few years you get it. I think it's only happened just a handful of times, and I, I want more of it. I, I want more of it. I'd love to see it in a Super Bowl, but uh, to me this is going to be the game of the week, and I'm picking the New England Patriots because as a Packers fan – when we face a good team, my my thought process is pick the good team and if you beat them, be pleasantly surprised.
1: My God. See, I <laughs> I picked the Patriots at first. Uh oh. But I'm actually taking Green Bay. Woo, this I week. love it. I love it. And that's not the Jets fan in me. I think that now that Ty Montgomery is out of the picture. That Aaron Jones actually does get his chance to shine. Yes. And against and the it,
0: Patriots, their their run defense is butt cheeks. Uh, I would love yes. to see if Aaron Jones can get 15 to 20 carries, we're talking like 100, 150 yards, and maybe two touchdowns.
1: That's what I'm saying. And and I mean, they just got uh Ger- Geronimo Allison and Devontae Parker back. Um, even if they're they're in a limited capacity, um, I I really do think that the the Packers can go up there and take a win from the Patriots. And it's not often that I bet against the Pats, but I just I have this this good good feeling that the, the Packers are going to win this weekend.
0: I like that. I wish I had that feeling. I would love to see it. I think the Packers obviously Aaron Rodgers in any game has the ability to win it. Um and Ty Montgomery's gone, so who knows what could happen in this game. Uh, but no I mean I'm gonna pick the Patriots especially in New England uh they're kind of clicking right now um if Sony Michelle plays he's gonna he's gonna feast on that Packers D I think but if the Packers win I'm gonna be pleasantly surprised and I will gladly take the L in the pick em, you know in lieu of my favorite team winning against a very good football team so uh you're picking the Packers we, we don't agree on this but text I mean, in my head we agree you know what I mean you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's tough
1: yeah I I understand I understand your hesitation. Yeah. But you will be very pleased at 11 p.m. on Sunday night uh, if that, you're awake by that. point. Oh, I'm
0: going to be awake. I'm going to watch this game thoroughly, even if we're getting blown out. I I do love I love to be tortured. Uh, moving on to the Monday night football game, which is also probably going to be torture. Uh, Tennessee Titans taking on the Dallas Cowboys as as a as a non-Dallas Cowboy fans. You either you either like the Cowboys. Or you, you you hate the Cowboys? To me, I don't think you can. I don't think a lot of people tolerate the Cowboys. They're really their games are to me to me they're watchable based off of who their opponent is. Tennessee Titans are not a watchable team, so this game I will be snooze fest. Actually, you know what? I'll be on a cruise, so I won't even be. I, I actually I think it'll be on TV on the cruise, but I'm not going to go out of my way on the cruise ship to get my my ice cream cone and and go to the buffet and then check out
1: this game. I won't be watching it. I'm sorry. It's probably for the best. I mean, the Titans are just not really impressive. And the Cowboys um, made the brilliant decision to get Amari Cooper for a first round um, when they could have gotten Golden Tate for, what was it, a third? I think so, yeah. Um, Or Demarius Thomas for a fifth. Ridiculous, yeah. Despite all that, though, I actually picked the Cowboys to win. Yeah. I just, the Titans are like, man, who, they, they, Marcus Mariota has not played the same way that Jameis Winston has, but he's been just as disappointing, I think, franchise-wise. Um, and they just, the Titans don't have anybody that impresses me, not a single
0: player. Yeah, I, I agree. Marcus Mariota should be better than what he is. Uh, that whole team in general is, is just full of underperformers. Uh, this, I don't think this is going to be much of a game. I do think the Cowboys are the better football team, even though it hates, it pains me to say it, but, uh, I do, I think the Cowboys walk away with this one and I don't even think it's close. I really don't. I don't think, I think if the, if the Cowboys score more than 10 points, I think they, they win by 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. That's how <laughs> yeah, bad this is I mean, the Titans be. have just,
1: uh, I mean, they've, they have played a disappointing season, I, I, I don't even think, okay, so they scored 26 points against the Texans, or against the Eagles, who they managed to somehow beat in overtime. But other than that, they they haven't scored over 20 points. They've not had more than two touchdowns in yeah. any of their other games.
0: Yeah, the Titans, have. Had, they got a couple decent wins under their belt. They should be happy that they have three, and they're not going end to end their season defeated. Uh, so three wins to me at this point in the season, pretty good for them. Uh, they might sneak a few more away, but they're not a very good football team. That I don't know. It's just that's just how it is for them this season.
1: Oh, they play the Jets. Oh, uh, there you go. Hey, the Jets might get a win
0: Yay. again this season later. Awesome. Yeah. Darnold's got to get those uh those wins up, so that'll help. Uh well that'll wrap up. I think WAC definitely wraps up week nine. Uh well and actually, you know what? We gotta go back and we gotta hit this Thursday night game. As it stands right now, the 49ers are up fourteen to three, which pains me because I I did pick the Oakland Raiders in this game. Uh, same the dude uh, who do, who who's the guy starting for the 49ers right now mullen nick nick mullins, mullins. Who, I, whenever i saw that name i thought that was a basketball player i was like wait a minute that dude plays in the nba uh but no i mean nick mullins as it stands right now 103 yards and two touchdowns i i it looks like the 49ers at home are probably going to take down the raiders the raiders are so bad they're in a horrible shape right now But they have three first-round draft picks. (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're right. They're ready. They're (laughs) certainly ready for the offseason. Dude,
1: uh, the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders are probably the worst team in the NFL. Do you Uh, think the Cardinals are worse than the Raiders or the Giants? The the
0: Cardinals are are on the upswing. They have Larry Fitzgerald. They have uh, David Johnson, and they have a young quarterback that they've already used decent capital on that could potentially figure it out and be good at the end of the year. I think by the end of the year, the Raiders are the dumpsterist of fires, and uh, and, and like I, they could very easily be the worst team in the league right now. I, I think that's not, not a stretch to say.
1: I mean, I think the Bills are better than the Raiders. I think the Jets are better than the Raiders.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think
1: the Browns are better than the Raiders, even though they beat the Browns.
0: Yeah, that's what happens when you trade Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper and, basic, and and just basically right off your season, I think, at this point. I mean, that
1: they're, the they're Giants, in tank mode. The Giants versus the Raiders would be a good dumpster fire game to watch.
0: Yeah, but the Giants, again, like I say, other than Eli Manning, if you put a halfway competent quarterback, not that Eli Manning isn't competent, I, his, I just think he's lacking his zip. The dude doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't have any pizzazz. If you had anybody in there with, like, half a half a – ounce of pizzazz. Honestly, Geno Smith would probably be a better quarterback right now for the Giants. Um, but they have Odell Beckham. They they have Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, obviously Saquon Barkley. They have a lot of really good players. They're not a bad football team. They're just they're just a, a poorly run football team right now. They have good players. The pieces are there. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Raiders are butt cheeks, and I think that'll that will be a consistent trend that you'll see throughout the rest of the season. But uh, that'll wrap up week nine. Uh, that's definitely the week nine preview for you right now. We'll be moving on forward. I think next week I'm going to be hitting a cruise. So there may be a little lull. JJ, I know you want to oh, – I'm showing you the groundwork here, but we might have you might have a little solo podcast going up next week. We'll see what's going down. But um, for all you chunkers out there, I will be off the grid. I'm going to Cuba. So wish me luck. Fingers crossed. I'll make it back. And, uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've been hearing some weird things. There's this thing that they, that's going on where you have to, like, when you talk to people, you have to, like, log their name and, like, what your business was with them. It's like, re- there's a lot of, like, loopholes you got to go through to go on a cruise to Cuba. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I hope you make it back because the podcast would not be the same without you. Uh, well, I appreciate
0: it. No, I'll I'll make it back somehow if I have to float over on a, on a raft. Uh, I'll find a way. I'll, I'll, I'll go full Alien Gonzalez and I'll make it back over here if I have to do it that way. But either way, uh, we'll be back sometime next week um, with a, a fresh podcast. Keep an eye on the website, thechunkpod.com. Share with friends, uh, you know, do whatever, anything you can to get us some followers up here. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to, we're trying to get our content out there, and we want other chunkers. A, a chunker, the more chunkers we have, the heavier chunk that we can create. You know what I'm saying? We want a heavy wad
1: of chunkage. You got to chunk together to, yes. to make the biggest chunk that we can.
0: And as you say at the end of the podcast, chunk, chunk it up, right? Isn't that what we're doing here? We're just trying to chunk it up.
1: You, you know, and... Going forward, you know, just to kind of give a preview to everybody, we, we're get, trying to get together in the month of November, hopefully, for this uh meet the chunk. Damn it, listen, episode
0: <laughs> trying is, is definitely the key word here, but we absolutely will get the interview series of the chunk podcast up and running, starting with the meet the chunkers. Because some people are listening to this right now, going, Who the hell are these people, and why do I care? And that and I don't know. Maybe this will help. Maybe this will help. If you want to get a little background story of us, what we do, what we stand for, uh, and I have a lot of weird questions that I'm I'm ready to ask everybody. It's literally going to be the wild wild west on the podcast. All the chunkers in one pod, and uh, I'm going to be pulling like literally questions out of a hat as we go round table. And it's gonna it's gonna get weird. I'm telling you, it's gonna get kind of weird. So. Uh, I am really looking forward to that podcast and obviously we're the more gaming more uh, entertainment a lot of movies coming out in the coming months We're gonna be hitting some reviews and honestly we may be going back in time and doing some old school movie reviews as well some quick podcasts about some old classics um, So yeah there's a lot lot planned ahead for the chunk especially in the podcast department so s- follow us on any anywhere you can It's at the chunk pod on Instagram find us on Facebook give us a like. Um, follow us wherever you can, and, and, and we have a YouTube channel too. So if you want to p- absorb our content via video without actually moving anything, you can check us out on YouTube too. So thanks for listening to the Week Nine preview, and uh, we look forward to uh, well being back in your ear holes next week. So thanks for being on, JJ. We'll we'll hit you guys
1: up later. Peace out, everybody. See